This is Brandon Temple with the 760 Podcast. Today I'm joined by Kristen, the training manager at 760, and Paris, the general manager at 760. Today I'm going to be asking them a few questions about their own personal fitness journeys, as well as what they do over at 760 and how wonderful they are to, to our team. So again, thank you guys for being here. Paris, tell me a little bit about how you got into fitness initially. So... I grew up playing sports. I played soccer all through high school. I have ridden horses my entire life. I don't remember not riding. I went to Baylor on an athletic scholarship and graduated there after four years of that. Um, and then from there, it kind of became my own journey. I've still, I still show horses. I still ride. I compete. But the fitness aspect has, it's become my own. Um, and it's something that I enjoy. I enjoy pushing my body and figuring out where my limits are. And then how'd you get into personal training? So that happened after I graduated. I actually graduated with a corporate communications degree, so nothing really to do with fitness. Um, and was waffling around trying to figure out what I wanted to do. I, at that point, was kind of taking my own fitness by the reins, figuring out what that looked like for me, and realizing that I really enjoyed it. And from there, I was like, you know what, I can do something with this and got certified through ACE and the rest is kind of history. Gotcha. Where were you uh, first training initially before High Desert Fitness? I was training at a small studio down in Thousand Oaks, California. It's called The Perfect Workout. And that is all slow motion strength training. It was very cool, uh, very regimented, which I liked. Uh, and they're actually a nationwide chain, I believe. They're all over, but there's quite a few in California. Gotcha. Very cool. Very cool. And then Kristen, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? What got you into fitness? Uh, tell me a little bit about the firefighting because I think that's super cool. <laughs> Take it away. Um, yeah, I have a little bit of a different story. When I was growing up, I had childhood depression. So my mom always pushed me to just be really active to help fight against that, combat it. because She didn't want me on medication like a lot of parents do for their children. Um, and from there, I went into softball, played softball for three years, loved it, and then got into like drama and performing arts and, and moved to L.A. And then I hired a personal trainer because I had gained some college weight, embarrassingly enough. So I got a personal trainer to help kind of get me back into a routine and lose that like college 15. And then I fell in love with weight training. I'd forgotten about it since high school. And, and then I loved what she did. I thought she was the coolest person in the world at the coolest job. And I became a certified personal trainer and started to work for her company. So I worked with them for probably six years and realized that I needed a change. Uh, when the pandemic hit in LA, it was really, it's really traumatic for anybody that is big into fitness because you we lost half of our clientele, switching to online training. It was difficult to stay motivated to work out. We were overworking ourselves trying to rebuild our businesses. And at that point, I realized I was unhappy living in L.A. by myself. And, and then my dog passed away, and I looked for something new that was also athletic. And during that time, the wildfires in California were so bad, I wanted to feel like I was making a difference again because I kind of lost touch with that feeling I used to get with personal training about making a difference in people's lives and 
uh, I felt disconnected. So I had talked to my niece's uncle, who was a firefighter up north for a while. And I thought, wow, maybe I can just move out of California for a while, get away and experience something new and regain my passion. So I, that's exactly what I did. I, I moved up to Idaho, lived with my uncle for a while and then got hired as a wildland firefighting firefighter up north. And, um, I loved it. It was amazing. It was one of those things where you go in and you're terrified, but excited because you have no idea what to expect. And then we started and we were just outside all day long. We camped outside, we ate outside, we worked outside. And I was able to build connections with my crew that I will never forget. And I was able to feel like we made a difference because we were able to redirect a few fires from some communities up north in the Rocky Mountains and being able to feel empowered that I could hike 10 to 15 miles a day and still have energy the next day to do the same thing and work with my hands again made me really appreciate all the things my body could do that I lost touch of. So coming back to California, I missed fitness. I missed the connection with, with the, the public, you know, being able to help other people feel empowered that way that firefighting made me feel empowered. Does that make sense? No, absolutely. And there's a lot to unravel there. First, first and foremost, thank you so much for your service there that I'm sure that takes an incredible amount of bravery. I don't know. There, there aren't very many people who could just step up and see wildfires and think, okay, well, I'm going to go and help there. So, and then to come back and continue your service there, that's, that's incredible, especially given the fact that it seems like, at least from what you have explained to me, fitness was always in a positive outlet to you. So being able to provide that positive outlet on top of firefighting, that's, that's incredible. So thank you. Thank you for your service there. Um, Paris, how, how was your experience with High Desert Fitness as a trainer? I know you were really involved in the Silver Sneakers programs, and that's something that's really near and dear to, to Sheena. So how was that dynamic working over at HDF, especially compared to 760 now? I love High Desert. I love the warm hug feel that you get when you're there. And I think that's walking into that, that's what I appreciated most of all, is it was very welcoming my clients were all these fantastic, wonderful humans who I'm still kind of in touch with. Um, just a couple weeks ago, I knew some of them were moving, but they stopped by 760 to say bye. And it was completely unexpected and kind of hit me right in the gut a little more than I thought it was going to. But to have built those bonds with those people and know that they're going to do things and continue their fitness journey other places. That's what you want. Um, And then Silver Sneakers was an extension of that to help people who, you know, maybe aren't as mobile as they used to be and are trying to get back to that or are just trying to stay active. And the sense of community that Silver Sneakers has, um, the frequency with which I'd have to be like, all right, we need to focus and actually do work. We we can't just talk here, guys, as much as I love you all. But that was fun to, to see them to come in and have that community, you know, the three, four times a week that they would come 
we would do our exercises. Uh, it's rewarding at the end of the day. That's what it was, especially getting somebody to move up and wait and, and things like that. And I mean, I always come back to, and this happened years ago, but I, it was a woman that I had trained and she's like, I was able to carry my dog up the stairs. Like, she's like that to me, she's like, you know, he's older. He can't go up the stairs. My husband always had to carry him. She's like, my husband was gone. I was able to carry my dog up the stairs to go to bed. And that's a story that has always stuck with me. And I think that's why I'm going to speak for all of us. I think that's why we all do what we do is to make those impacts in people's lives. And High Desert was another extension of that to reach a bigger community to do that. No, absolutely. Um, when it comes to High Desert Fitness, off the top of your head, how long roughly were you training for, for HDF? About two years. Two years. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So to brag on uh, Paris's behalf, not only is she the general manager of 760, but she was with us before 760 was really even off the ground. Um, her and my mother, Sheena, worked tirelessly, long, long hours trying to figure out how do you even go about this from the backside on. So thank you, Paris, for that. And would you tell me a little bit about the experience building 760 from the backside up? It was hot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the gym you all know and love, Sheena and I sat in when there was no air conditioning turned on this time last year <laughs> and worked on stuff. We worked on staff schedules. We worked on figuring out liability waivers, gym rules. Um, Tom was there. I, the guys were there. Brandon was in and out, stripping, shelving out, making sure the floors were level, all of that stuff, you know, figuring out where the kids' club was going to get laid out, rolling mats, like all of that, right? It was physical labor. It was mental labor. Um, but to have Gotten to see it happen from the ground up is something that I feel very blessed for because I have a different connection with it rather than if I had just walked in on opening day as the general manager, I have so much more love and appreciation for the business and investment in it, truly, because I was there when there weren't any members. Right, you were there when it was just a big empty block with with nothing but um but a dream and and lots of sweat and yeah. tears probably but no yeah yeah thank you so much for for being a part of that um Kristen and another thing for you is again she came into a department that didn't exist she basically helped us build the training department from the ground up so would you tell me a little bit about how you went about that because you Again, you've developed this entire department. That's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it, it was, I would say it was a collaborated effort uh, between me, Sheena, Paris, and also Ruthie, because Ruthie was leading up the lead trainer position when I came on board, and then she transitioned to lead trainer at High Desert. So she and I worked together a lot because she has a ton of incredible experience with working for different companies, working with the military in, in fitness uh, opportunities and small group environments uh, that she was able to offer a lot of assistance as far as on the manager side. So it was a collaborative effort there. What 
I wanted to do and what I wanted to implement that the reason why your your um your mom Sheena wanted to bring me on board was because I had a, a big vision of how we could run the sales portion of it and the way I run sales is not about oh hey let's make as much money as we can let's try to trick people out of their money into signing contracts it's it's about stepping in and touching someone's heart from the start getting to know who they are what they need and if we are the right people to deliver it to them so for example Paris's client who had never taken her dog up the stairs maybe she had balance issues that she really needed to work on strength and balance would we be the right fit for that does she need to go to physical therapy first does she need a medical release first or is it really just about strength what can we do to help her so the way I approach it is I want to get to know you I want to get to know why you're here and why you have these goals and here let me piece it together and find the perfect trainer to match that and with my trainers I want them to be as well-rounded as possible so that way they can expand their demographics so maybe for example, Ethan kind of started out as more of a strength training coach, and now he's expanded his demographic with education and research and team support, you know, support from the other trainers, support from me and Ruthie, that we've been able to expand his demographic into working a lot more with the elderly, slowing things down, being able to break, break down exercises into the very most basic type of exercise, so that way he can get someone who can't even maybe bend forward to pick up a set of keys, now they can do a deadlift. And I want all my trainers to be able to have the ability to expand their demographic, and that's why I came in too, is I want to be able to educate, not just lead and hand out clients. Right, and again, thank you so much for your effort there. You've done a really good job with the training department thus far. Um, With that being said, for both of you guys, what is, and we'll start off with you first, Paris, what is most, <laughs> what is most important for you when it comes to uh, leadership, given the fact that you were there to see it start and you had such, you're such a fundamental piece of it, what's very important to you when it comes to leadership? I think. I guess I'll start with, ultimately, I want everybody to have the same love and enthusiasm I have for the gym. <laughs> now, realistically, put our, our real world hats on, maybe not always going to be the case, but to get people to buy in and have that appreciation for the team, appreciation for their coworkers, and appreciation for the place that they work helping people reach that. That, I think, is what I want the most. Because if you can encourage people that and cultivate that within a work culture, you're going to get longevity, and people are gonna just going to do a better job. Because you can teach nearly anybody the technical part of it, but that piece that comes from the heart and the piece that comes with the ability to connect with people, that's the important thing, and that's what I want to build and grow. Does that kind of answer it? No, yeah, that's a, that's okay. a great answer. That's a great answer. And then I'll... Uh, <laughs> Didn't know if I derailed. <laughs> no, no. You nailed it. And then to... Uh, and I'll pin that question on you as well, Kristen. What What is important to you when it comes to leadership? 
The biggest thing for me when it comes to leadership is leading from the front is uh, there is no task that I will ask anyone else to do that I'm not willing to do myself. And that brings a different level of connection with the people that, that are working under you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, Paris is a great example of this. If something needs to be done, if she doesn't have time for it, then she delegates. But if she does have time for it, like let's say the paper towel dispenser ran out, she would notice it and refill it. You know, there's nothing that we wouldn't do ourselves that we would ask our staff to do. Does that make sense? No, absolutely. And I think that's a fantastic way to lead is by example is Mm -hmm. basically what leading in the front is. And also being an example in a different way as far as I'm terrible at asking for help, but I know it's necessary. So if I get in a bind, you'll... I'm the first one to ask for help and, and I am also the first one to offer help for my trainers. And I want that, I want there to be an environment for my trainers and my instructors that they can ask me, they can come to me for anything. I want them to be able to do that. And if I need help with something, I know I could ask them for help and delegate a little. So promoting the teamwork across the board and you know, showing it's not it's not a sign of weakness to ask for help. That's great. Yeah. That's that's a really good thing because I, I feel like that's a fear that a lot of people have, unfortunately, is is not wanting to ask for help. Um, if I could do it all by myself, you know, I would definitely try. But I've been preach. there, and I <laughs> I have failed hard before. So, <laughs> yeah, definitely, we we need we need people. We need each other. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, what is your favorite part about 760 Paris? The atmosphere. I take so much pride in that we're a gym, and one of the regular compliments we get is that people come in, they're like, I haven't ever been comfortable in gyms before, and I'm comfortable here. And I love that. And that's what I want in any type of fitness industry. Like, I want people to come in. I want them to feel comfortable. I want them to feel like it's a place that they – can push themselves and work out. And that's what I love. And that's what I get out of it too. I mean, you'll find me in the back uh, making ugly faces, working out. (laughs) Hip thrusting, like what? 5,000 pounds now. Is that what we're at? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm running. I'm just trying to come for Kristen. (laughs) Rude. Eh. (laughs) Healthy competition. Let me be a a winner just once. (laughs) Oh, please. (laughs) And for you, Kristen, what is your favorite part about seven, six, Oh, the leadership hands down. I, I, I mean, I don't do anything to make a ton of money. Like I just, I don't, that's not who I am. It, I work for certain people because I want to be around them and I want to learn from them and they have this feeling about them. That's just a a beautiful, welcoming feeling. And I could tell from the, the first time I met Paris, the first time I met Sheena, I didn't even know Sheena was the owner. I just was like, oh man, I, this chick is awesome. And she's a mom. Dang. And, uh, I was so confused because I remember Paris was talking to Sheena about hiring me. It was getting feedback. And I was like, why is she talking to this, this lady? I mean, this lady's awesome. But I was like, I wonder who she is. Then later on, I, I met her officially and, uh, I just, I wanted to, I wanted to learn from her because she was able to be a leader and she was a powerful leader, but also had so much compassion and so much grace and so much love for the people 
here that I that it's it's hard to see when you when you meet entrepreneurs a lot you don't get that authentic compassion and love a lot of times you just get ambition so that was the big difference and that's that's why I really love this gym I agree leaders that care leaders yeah. that care yeah. yeah no yeah my my mom surely has a lot of compassion and you know a lot of love for her community and her team so so that's something we all try to carry carry on her values and her standards is there any anything else you guys would like to add any closing statements I might be very slightly stronger than Paris but she's faster than me so just just so you guys know out there she's slightly a tiny bit faster than me I am small and quick (laughs) <laughs> and I am coming for Kristen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, we, uh, I think uh, both of us love promoting strength, especially for for females, because uh, in in smaller communities too, that are a little bit more conservative, there's not as many physically strong females. And I love that this gym is essentially ran by really strong females, like physically. Yeah powerhouse females and I love that there's like a there's a competitive dynamic but it's it's a very healthy competition it's done with love yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, most days most days (laughs) Um, but we're able to encourage other women to feel powerful and feel strong and I just I love that so if you if you are a female that uh, or even a male like you just you're not comfortable lifting yet and you're not there I highly encourage you to start, and if you don't know where to start, please reach out. We would love to support you in that and encourage everyone to pick up some iron, put it back down again. Feels great. Do it again. (laughs) Do it again. (laughs) Any statements from you, Paris? Ditto? Um, (laughs) Yeah, Kristen is so much better with words than I am, um, which I appreciate about her, but yeah, I feel very lucky every day to be able to do what I do with the people that I do it with. And we're all we're all in this crazy, weird life journey. And all we can do every day is to keep trying to be a little bit better. So that's what we're trying. Alrighty. Well, Paris and Kristen, thank you so much for joining me. I would like to one more time announce the uh, one-year anniversary coming up in just about a month and a half. Uh, more details to come soon. It should be around the 27th or 28th time frame. Uh, other than that. Of August. Of August, of course. Of August, thank you. <laughs> other than that, uh, thank you so much for joining us today. Kristen, Paris, thank you so much for your time. Thank and you. thank you, you so much for, for killing it at the gym. So <laughs> excited for the future. Have a good one. <laughs>